Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pandemic. <laughs> My name is Will. I'm Josh. I'm Rob. We are a little out of practice. We are very out of practice. This is episode 35, 36, 35, 36, one of those. The COVID edition. Yeah, that's right. We are back. It's been months. I think our last episode was in... February. February, yeah. Well before everything started happening. And we are recording outside, so you may hear noises like birds or motorcycles or helicopters or things like that, but... Or your boys playing in the background. Or my kids playing in the background. Yeah, that's right. We're outside, backyard, sitting on the patio. It's actually really nice out. So, good night for it. Uh, do I dare ask? How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Overall. Yeah? All right. Hanging in there. Yeah? So, a lot has happened. A whole lot has happened since uh, the last time we recorded the last, I looked at the last recording, just the title of it, and we were talking about how to talk to kids about scary stuff in the news. <laughs> <laughs> and that seems like a lifetime ago, yes. doesn't it? I mean... Yeah, because I mean, I think, I think I was talking about how this is all going to fizzle out <laughs> <laughs> on the last episode and that um, there's no way that they would ever close the school down over this, and here we are. <laughs> so I redact that. I redact that. <laughs> There is a really cool YouTube video by a YouTuber named Julie Nolke. She's this Canadian woman who does just like basically sketch comedy, like in her own house and stuff. And I think the one she did went viral. It's herself from current time has gone back to talk to herself like four months earlier. Oh, yeah. That one's amazing. And it's That's so good. Um and she says, well, I can't really tell you too much of the details because of the whole butterfly effect. But I can give you some, you know, some kind of general information. Yeah. And so giving her some advice like. Buy toilet paper. Yeah. She says, you might want to make a Costco run. Make a big Costco run. Oh, you know, and she's just like, you can see the confusion in her younger self's And rethink eyes. your life choices. That <laughs> yeah. Like that. Your career and, oh, buy stock in this company. Yeah, right. Yeah. Buy, yeah. Get everything out of the stock market. Except. Have you heard of Zoom? You might want to like <laughs> look into Zoom. So, um, yeah, it's a great it's a great video, and it's amazing. I like to think back, like what things were like four months ago. What going to a restaurant or, you know, going out to the store was no big deal. You know, you didn't have to, like, you know, this local Safeway. I think they have one way aisles. You can only go down the aisle one direction. You know, because they're trying to keep everybody facing in the same direction. So. It's been really, really strange. So, there's also been an incredible lack of, in my opinion, common sense for some things. Some for, things, yeah. For instance, I went to Home Depot. Yeah. And they had everybody in a line outside to get into Home Depot to try to yeah. social distance. And I was thinking to myself, the answer to social distancing is shoving a hundred people in a line. And it, it doesn't make sense to me. Because they were back-to-back back really close. Back-to-back, back, close. Yeah. You know. They shouldn't, yeah, they should be spaced further apart for so sure. There, so there wasn't physical distancing in the line outside. Right. It's just like there's a, a, a 30,000 square foot, you know, area inside, and yet we're going to put 100 people in it. Yeah, a, although, a, I don't know, I was in Home Depot today. Was and it crazy? It's, I mean, yeah, Home Depot and Lowe's both today. Everybody's home doing projects. That's right, yeah. yeah. So uh, I know we have been, had we've had several projects going in our backyard, 
I see Josh. We have really bad mosquitoes. He's fighting mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's like the perfect time of night for mosquitoes, too. Perfect time of the day. So, I had to drive through the Safeway parking lot to get to the ATM machine I like to use. And I noticed that it said the capacity in the store was 344. Yeah. I'm thinking, is that with physical distancing? Because yeah. it seems like it would be packed with 344 people in yeah. a store. Like, how could you keep six feet away from somebody? That'd, yeah. To me, that'd be like almost full capacity, not let alone physical distancing. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I will say that I've done my, I've taken the, so, the social distancing thing very serious for myself, not because I'm extremely worried about getting sick, but to try to respect other people. Right. Mm-hmm. I and I don't want, I want people to be comfortable. You know, like today I made a real effort when I went to the store today. And um, did you, can I ask, did you wear a mask or? I didn't wear a mask. Didn't wear a mask. Okay. Yeah. Um, As somebody with asthma, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I guess with my background, you know, I I did a lot of schools and it came to like decontamination and how biological stuff yeah. spreads and, and that kind of stuff. And um, I mean, this you look, there's a hundred different people saying a hundred different things. And the the thing is, is like, as long as you stay distancing is the best way. The masks are not as effective as, as staying away from somebody is, you know, and right. so I try to respect that. And I try to be really respectful of that. And, um, like, you know, even at like little, th- like you said, I mean, life is completely different now, but I was, you know, at the meat section and there's a lady there standing at the meat and I'm standing all the way back here waiting to go get a pound right. of hamburger because I, I'm trying really hard to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, but then at the same time I get frustrated when people aren't trying cause I'm like, Hey, that's very right. rude. You know, it's yeah. 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 I was at a Fred Myers. This was like, man, it was maybe a month ago. I should say we're recording this boy, the 20th. 4th, 25th of Mar- of May or something like that. So just to let folks know where we are kind of in the middle of all of this. And so it must have been in early May or late April even. Then Fred Meyer and uh, I can't remember like the, uh, I think the machine, the self-pay machine shorted me or something. And I'm talking to this guy, this worker, and he gets, and he is literally like about, about 18 inches from my face. You know, I mean, it's like he's standing like really close to me, like on normal circumstances, let alone. And I took a step back and he took a step towards me and I took another step back and he took another step. And as he's talking to me, he's just trying to communicate to me and he's not realizing. Then like after the second time, I kind of put my hand up and and just, you know, said I kind of asked him to back off. I have I've been a little more hyper vigilant, I think, about going taking trips out because I have. uh I have, I have, I'm asthmatic and I've been in the hospital, uh, twice for respiratory issues. And, uh, one time I thought I wasn't going to make it honestly. And so, um, uh, when I went in and so I have a history of, of, uh, pneumonia and stuff like that. So I, I've been trying to be really careful. So, uh, a little more, probably a little more sensitive than some people about, about the keeping the distance and all that. So. Yeah, and I guess for me, right, and you guys probably agree, is I don't have a doctorate in this stuff. I don't have a degree in this, so I yeah. listen to people that are much more smarter than me. Yeah. It says, hey, the only way we can beat this, you know, is to to social distancing. Yeah, right. So for me, it's like, okay, too yeah. easy, right? But, you know, you yeah. have people out there that are making this thing out like a, a rights thing, and I understand, blah, 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 but it's not that hard. I mean, it's, it's not like... <laughs> It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me to stay yeah. away from somebody, you know. It's inconvenient. It's, I mean, it's sure, but I will say that I'm glad that things are some things are starting to open back up because there are a lot of people that are 
out of work because of this. And that's the hardest part, I think. I think that's where people are really, you know, frustrated and um, and kind of upset with the current, you know, the current advisories to, you know, stay home, keep businesses closed and all that. So I can definitely see both sides of it. But um, uh, at some point, I think, you know, I I don't want to end up in the hospital with this. So, uh, you know, in the ICU or anything. So I'm I'm okay with things kind of staying the way they are for a little while. But glad to see some things opening back up, I guess. But uh, I thought maybe we could talk about, like, what have we been doing to keep busy and with our kids or just without our kids or whatever. So, um, Rob, you want to go first? What have you been doing to keep busy? I've been working halftime at home. It's almost almost halftime by the time everything gets done. But the the days are kind of... The visits I do, the video visits I do, and some phone visits with the foster kids, they're kind of scattered throughout the day. Mm. So it's kind of, it's a kind of a choppy day. So yeah. I do little, some projects here and there. And uh, my daughter's been my designated grocery shopper. So I don't oh, have yeah. to go to the stores that much. So that's oh, good. Uh. Um, I get out to go walk in the, at lunchtime with my girlfriend and uh, we go to take a a walk in the evening too and after later after work yeah hey molly and i've got some projects i've been working on too so yeah yeah some things at home that's good and so uh, hanging out with the with the woman and well, uh well no we don't <laughs> oh yeah we haven't been spending that much time together like our time together is usually the walk in the afternoon and the walk in the evening oh yeah and maybe a little bit of other time besides that well that's that's good though. Yeah, the so walk time is actually probably really good. It gives you a chance to talk a little oh bit. Oh yeah, and walk and talk has been really good. Yeah. yeah, it's been very helpful and grounding for both of us. And uh, at home with my daughter, we do we watched uh, so far eight or nine seasons of Homeland so far. Yeah. So we got that sh- we streamed that show on Showtime, and yeah, that that has been pretty interesting. But she's been working a lot at Red Robin still and doing the takeout orders. Yeah. The to-go orders. And. Cool. Yeah. Josh, what about you? What have you been doing? You guys have been been working a lot. I've still been working. Yeah. uh, A lot. And my, you know, I'm watching Yana. My wife is still working full time as well. So. Yeah. um, She's working. She manages a Starbucks, right? Right. And. uh yeah, basically, so I've been watching in our daycare. I mean, the, our daycare has been shut down for two months now. You know, that's the most stressful part for us. And um very fortunate to work for an organization that allows me to telecommute. So that's very nice. But it, mm-hmm. my productivity level is seems like half maybe because watching Ugh. Yana, you know, and she's yeah. like 10 months old now. It's crazy. Mm. She's that old already. <laughs> but um wow. Yeah. I mean, she so that's been keeping me very busy and then doing yard work and yeah. Staying around the house, I've been like I said, I've been, I've been trying really hard to stay at home and not go out and yeah, not that anything's open really, but you know, um, we've been going on a lot more walks as well, so that's been nice and that's good. That's something I've not been doing. I need to get out and my my exercise has been working in the yard too. We you and I have the same size yard exactly. Yeah, and they're massive. They're huge. They're I think they're almost they're almost a half acre. I, I think, think they're a little a little over half, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, nice size of yards. 
Yeah, now, it takes me an hour and a half to mow my lawn. Yeah, because I do mm-hmm. the whole back with a push mower because my riding lawnmower I haven't got started. Yet. Yeah, we use a push. We've we've actually taken out a lot of our grass, so we've got a lot of planting beds and stuff. So that has helped. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. We've um, yeah, we've been doing a lot of work in our yard. That's how we've been keeping busy. Um, I started this project where taking a a stock tank, basically like a cattle watering trough that's like two feet high, two feet wide, and six feet long, and converted that into a soaking tub. Some project I saw online somewhere, and I thought that looked like fun. So I uh, have copper coil that runs out of it. So the cold water runs out of the tub through a pipe, and then it runs into a fire pit, and then is coiled up and then comes back into the tub as hot water because the water gets heated in the fire. So it's interesting, and we just fired it up for the first time a couple nights ago and it with the wood it took like four hours to heat the water up to where it was you know pretty comfortable uh to get in so i got to come up with uh, i'm going to add a second coil and hopefully that'll speed things up but it was really it took a lot longer than i thought i was thinking maybe two hours but it's a big tub so it looks like a fun project yeah it was pretty fun so we've done that and we've done some other just trying to get the yard in order but um my kids have been, I bought a PlayStation. I broke down and bought a console game. We've never had one before. So that's something that's been taking up a lot of our time, I think, our free time. <laughs> so the kids and I have been playing Spider-Man uh, and uh, see Battlefront 2. And we have a game. It's kind of like SimCity. It's called City Skylines, and it's really fun. So basically you're a mayor of a city, and you get to build the city from the ground up. That's pretty cool. So nice. those are kind of the three games we've been playing, but um, I haven't I haven't sprung for Call of Duty yet. Do it. Um, man, it was <laughs> sixty bucks. I'm like, holy cow, um, that's a lot of money for a video game. So it breaks down to a pennies pennies a month as much as you end up playing it. Yeah, but then do you, don't you have to subscribe too for well PlayStation? Yeah, I think it's twenty bucks a month or yeah. So it's sixty bucks plus twenty bucks well, a month. Yeah. So. It adds up. uh, And the console, I think, was, I don't know how much that was. But anyway. Your console's not. I I bought mine like five, long time ago, and I only have a 200 gig. Oh, this is a terabyte of memory. Exactly. So, yeah. But the PlayStation 5 is supposed to be coming out later this year. Good Good thing you waited until the PlayStation 5. I probably should have. The PS4. If only the (laughs) pandemic would have lasted, just been a little bit later. <laughs> then, uh, then it would have been. I could have done that, but you know, I, I do. I would like to share something that happened between our last. Man, has it been f- three months? Yeah, February. Four months, almost. Almost. Three months. Yeah, and push on in four months. But we had, you know, my daughter was baptized. Rob, I don't think I told right. you that. Nice. Right. Yeah. yeah. Will came. It was really nice of Will. I to did. Come. Yeah. One of my one friend that I invited. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, baptized at our at our church, the church that yeah, we go we to. We love that way. church. We're going to end up going yeah. there. Uh, the pastor yeah. was really the priest is pretty. Or he's priest, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was cool. That was fun. Any, what any big events for you, Rob? Yeah, I've got some news coming up, but go on. I'm not ready to share all share it all yet. Ooh. So it's maybe maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, you were talking about working from home. I have been working from home. I am working still full-time, so I put in, I don't know, actually I'm probably putting in a few hours at home, probably probably norm- around a normal 40 hours where I usually put in a little more if I'm in the office. But but um, it's been, we had a, 
It actually hasn't been too bad. The the kids sometimes I can hear yelling and screaming in the other room, but we we, we can't hear it next door at all. What's that? We can't hear the kids yelling next door at all. Really? Oh, okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, you can probably hear me yelling at them. No, in fact, my wife was <laughs> like, "Are right, you think the kids are okay next door?" <laughs> if you hear yelling and screaming, that's when you should wonder if they're okay. It's like we haven't heard the kids in days. Maybe we should <laughs> call Rob. Yeah, <laughs> make a welfare visit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, I uh, we 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 had a TV room. We called the den. So we had the living room, and then we have technically we have a three bedroom house. One of the rooms is was converted had they had previous owners had removed the closet so officially it wasn't a bedroom so officially it's a two-bedroom house with this kind of like a bonus room that we use for a den and we that's where we had the tv room we decided when we got married that we wanted a room where the tv was and then a living room so if company came over they wouldn't see all of our crap in the in the tv room like everything was a mess so um and that's the way it's always been since we've been married for 25 almost years and so um yeah and then so that, that was the den was the kids' room they could trash it and as long as they picked it up like every couple of days it was fine so uh but so when i started working from home i started off in the at the kitchen table and but that was too far away from the wi-fi and i couldn't run a cable i didn't want to run a cable all the way through the house so i moved to the living room where the where the router was uh i set up I took, we kind of have two kitchen tables. We have a kitchen table and a dining table. So I use the kitchen table as a desk. And also was in the living room. But the problem is that was right in the middle of the house. And the kids would run through going to the kitchen. And they were always, they were just loud and very distracting. And I'm easily distracted. So uh, I was lamenting. I'm like, I got to do something. I can't, I just cannot, I cannot work this way. Uh, and so... I was joking about building a like a building out in my backyard and and making that my office but <laughs> it occurred to me that you know if we just move the TV out to the living room and let the kids have the living room I could take over the den and turn it into my office so that's what we did and so now I have my own office and I hook up my laptop to I went out and bought a television like a 40 inch TV and so I hook it up to the TV, and that's my main screen. So I got to say, it's going to be hard to go back to my office with two, you know, like 22-inch monitors or whatever they are. Um, mm. It's going to kind of stink because I, I've gotten used to this big, huge screen. And my company actually gave us, anybody who was working from home was offered a $1,000 stipend for office, whatever you need to, to make your home office. So really awesome. that covered the cost of the TV. That's very good. It is. I went out and bought a bookcase to put... So my office books all on, but also a spot for our printer, and uh, and I bought a new office chair with it, um, really nice one, and so yeah, it's that was really incredible. We didn't, I did not expect them to do that. So, but that's been a really big help. So I cannot complain. I'm not having to drive, spend you know two plus hours on the road every day either. So, in some ways, it's been really nice. It is still a little bit distracting, but. Um, so my productivity is not as high as it should be, but, uh, or it would be if I was in the office. So, but yeah, it's challenging. The kids are doing school from home. And, uh, so my wife stays home. She re uh, she adjusts her schedule so she can be home with them in the morning and then to get all their schoolwork done. And then 
So she leaves usually by 12 or 12.15, and by that time they've got almost all their schoolwork done. They just have to read or do something like that on their own. Um, and so that's actually worked out okay. So, And I'm usually done by 2.30 or 3 o'clock, so been working. That's but good. It's been, a, it's been an adjustment, but it's actually, I think we just have figured out a ways to make it work. So Nice. Anyway. So, in your your son Rob, your son Josh, yeah, was supposed to uh, did graduate, right? So right. how did that he, work out? He, so he's got the. It was very special to get the call from the counselor to um, called my house and to say, hey, you know, I want to let you know that Josh is officially done. He graduated. So yeah, um, and I was able to give the counselor his cell phone number. Yeah. So he called Josh and told Josh in person, and he really likes that counselor a lot. Yeah. So that was really special to hear. Cool. So, so there's no ceremony, obviously. There, there is going to be. Uh, they pushed it back to August. Oh, yeah? Okay. And depending on what the regulations are in August to see whether we can do an in-person one or something. Okay. But, like, Molly's uh, nieces will have their ceremony on the June 4th in Silverton. They're going to drive up. So you can put your family in a car, drive up to the school. You get to get out, get your diploma. I think they get to get out. Yeah. Get, walk up, get their diploma, and get back in the car and the drive So like away. a drive-in movie. That's kind of exactly. nice, actually. Yeah. It's a drive-in graduation. Really cool. Yeah. So, That's really cool. It's very yeah. intelligent. Very nice. Very smart. So yeah. they'll do – so it's still for Josh as it's tentative as to what's going on. Yeah. So okay. what the ceremony is actually going to look like. That's, you know, that kind of, it's, it's a shame. I mean, because that's such a big moment, I think, for a high school kid to be able to walk and and graduate, you know, with the class and, you know, the the, yeah. the mortarboard and the gown and all that. It's, yeah, it's, that's kind of sinks to miss out on that. But hopefully that they'll get to do that in person. So he'll get that, some of that experience at least. You know, he... He really impressed me, though. When we first heard that school was going to be done, closed out. Yeah. And he was, especially with, um, what he's got is, he's still doing work with uh, the high schools, still putting on a part of a newspaper. Yeah. And so one of the stories he did, uh, he had me do the picture for today, was uh, I, I cut his hair with our clippers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And... He really liked the haircut a lot, so I guess he's writing a feature about it. And so oh. today he said, "Hey, would you take a picture with the clippers and all the attachments and stuff?" And I, so I did. So he's neat with that, but uh, he had to miss out on the you know the end of school with their movie that his movie class was producing, yeah. and he feels really bad for the, cl- the classmates because they didn't they don't get to have any credits for that. I mean, they they get school credit, but movie right. cr- production credit or like acting credit. Yeah, and he got to be the editing screenwriter for it, so he's he got he has that to take. But, yeah, um, I felt so proud for him because he's like, if this is all I have to to complain about, I still have my health, my family's healthy. Yeah, if all I have to say is I didn't get to finish the school year and didn't really graduate, mm-hmm. is it? I'm doing pretty good. That's, That's awesome. really I was just good. Blown away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Amanda finished her um, uh, semester at Willamette Online. She got that done. Okay, nice. good. And Josh, I mean, Adam is doing his um, last quarter 
finishing yeah. up his degree did that uh, I think an online class too so with uh, Chemeketa and he started a new job so that's really awesome so he's got a new car too I saw his new car oh it's amazing yeah what is it Dodge Challenger it's a Dodge Challenger he drove by it's a pretty nice looking car it's nice. a, yeah it's a pretty, yeah it's, it's pretty amazing he better keep his foot off that pedal though <laughs> he got to go to his first day in his new job and his new car so yeah it's really pretty special he should take it to like the woodburn drag strip if they when they open back up and race it oh once gosh. just once just, just so he can to see what it yeah and not do it on the street oh <laughs> he know? could find some back country road and open it up and yeah see what yeah maybe yeah but well that's good you know it's funny what you say about Josh and his, you know, like if this is all, this is fine, you know, this is, this is not a big deal. I've been, we've been trying to really convey that into our kids too. Is that, um, you know, it's really, we feel very lucky. We're, my wife and I are both still working, um, and uh, so that's been huge. And I think of people that are out of work, and you know, all the people that have filed for unemployment. Um, because they've had no choice. Uh, I think that's just, you know, man, I, I can't imagine. Um, it's scary enough with this stuff out there, but then to be unemployed, no insurance, you know, all that at the, at the same time. So, yeah. um, and, and it, Charlie has said something similar to what Josh was saying that, you know, we're really lucky. And so he's, you know, he's got a pretty good, I mean, there's times when he's, he complains about it, but. Um, but he's, I think they both seem to kind of get the, get it that, you know, that we're lucky. This is what we're having to do. And, uh, Josh at, at Yana's baptism, I remember the priest talking about, this is really a unique time to be, to, to be baptized. You know, you, you, when she grows up, you'll have to tell her that, look, when you were like, in, you were a baby, this all happened. And I think about Liam and Charlie, how they'll be able to tell their kids about, well, when we were kids, you know, when I was a kid, we had this pandemic and... You know, what we, so. we were talking, it wasn't last episode, it might have been a while ago, about every generation kind of has their thing. For me, it was 9-11. Yeah, right. I was in middle school and, or, you know, I might have been in elementary school. I don't want to make you guys feel old, but... Um, <laughs> When nine eleven happened, uh, and, and when my, you were when you, you were my eye roll, yeah, I saw it. Uh, when you were in school, uh, you mentioned it wasn't the, the challenger, the challenger that was the yeah. same for you, Rob, right? I mean, yeah, it was the, the challenger exploding, and also that was a big one. Um, there was a, the Berlin Wall coming down though too was a was a the, big one. That was a positive one, but the Berlin Wall coming down, but there was also there was Cold that. War? Just kidding. What? I'm kidding. I said the Cold War. The Cold War, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and the nuclear yeah. threat because uh, that was a the, the big, I talked to a, was a big one. A veteran at the carousel who was taking the tokens for the rides and so forth. Or, but oh, it's popcorn. And I yeah. talked to him, and and I was like, he said they finally realized they needed to count the Cold War veterans as having fought in a war, because there was that stress all the time that there was potentially, you know, we're any hair trigger could see between the Russians and us, the Soviet Union. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So. So, um, I mean, we've all, I mean, that's, I guess my point is that it's every generation has had that kind of big life altering event. Right. This is a huge. The where were you win moment. But yeah. like, I think it's mm-hmm. really cool that your kids and all, you know, Yana will be a little young, but uh, your kids will be able to say, you know, I yeah. was in 
a senior in high school when coronavirus yeah. and you know also yeah i mean yana won't remember she just remember oh yeah I, ah. yeah <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting to see like the aftermath of this that's what i keep thinking about is what is life going to be like a year from now i've heard it's going to be a five-year thing yeah i mean potentially like a five-year like We'll yeah, be, it depends. We'll on be the, dealing with this maybe economically or whatever it might be for right. The economics of it is another thing. I was even thinking just about unless the somebody pushes a big reset button. What's that? Unless somebody pushes a big reset button somewhere. Yeah. I was thinking about you guys probably won't remember this, but uh, Josh or I mean Rob, I think I had told you about this. But the whole thing when this first started, it reminded me it was in the '90s. There was a TV show called Sliders with Jerry O'Connell. I think I think his big claim to fame. Was, he was the fat kid in Stand By Me, but he, uh, it was a science fiction where he played some sort of whiz kid genius college student who uh, had made this portal that was a dimension, it was to uh, other worlds, basically other dimensions, so other Earths, you know, where, so they travel him and his friend and uh, his professor and then some guy who just happened to get caught up in it. They travel from, from Earth to Earth to Earth. Uh, and everything was like normal, or but it was something that was just slightly different, mm. and so it was a really interesting show. And you know, it's the multiverse, you know, kind of right. concept. But uh, there was one where there was a pandemic, and <laughs> they get there, and like people, like they see them, they're being, they just they're walking down the street, and nobody's out on the street, and then they have somebody like yelling, "Why are you outside? You shouldn't be outside!" Or like, "Where's your mask?" or whatever, and it just totally felt like that episode mm. is really strange caught up in that yeah and so yeah there's also been some really interesting stuff um i lost my train of thought no i know what i'm trying to say but i just can't say it um environmentally yeah there's talk oh. that this is the lowest that the carbon emissions have been since right yeah 70s yeah these are 80s well the, i don't know if it's true but the story about the dolphins and the in the be, yeah. venetian canals you know i mean Things you know, like that. Fishing yeah. boats aren't out as much. Boats aren't out as much, you know. Yeah. Wildlife. You're seeing the Himalayas from India type thing. Yeah, the, exactly. I think I read that. Oh, because of the smog. Yeah, the smog. The, the, yeah. Yeah, when the smog clears, like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. yeah, that's really interesting. Or, or there was a, it, also a temple that they, no one could see what the temple looked like because of the, the top of the temple because of yeah. the, the smog layer. Yeah. yeah. In India? Yeah. yeah. It's really, I mean, it's amazing. It just proves that. There is, it's not like we can't do anything to prevent climate change or that, that, you know, we don't, there, we don't have an impact on, on things. It's pretty, uh, we definitely have an impact. Like this has been a great experiment in a way. We are on different sides of the spectrum when it comes to, to climate change, but yeah. you know, I think it's anybody that's listening to any more than one of our podcasts know that I'm the <laughs> opposite. You're of the, the conservative, the conservative, but, but I will, but come on. I mean, uh. To say that humans have no impact on the climate is outrageous, mm-hmm. and so I will give it you that. It proves that we can have a positive we impact can, on it, it yeah, just as for much sure. as we I mean, have had a negative. Pollution and all this. I mean, humans ruin this planet, yeah. and I think everybody can agree on that. But I think it's very interesting that, like, hey, you know, I was actually kind of thinking, and my Republican friends, when my, concern, my dad would be telling me I was crazy right now, I was like, what if one day a month you couldn't drive? Mm-hmm. Or you, or you know, like uh, yeah, just because of how crazy this impact has been with people not driving. But say, hey, one year you can only take public transport or bike. Yeah. Well, I think, man, yeah, this 
if anything, this is, I think, a good argument for, you know, public transportation. I, man, I have said it many times, but if there was a train between Salem and Portland, I would be, and it could get me there on time to work, I'd be on it every stinking day, I swear. I would, man, it'd be so much better to take the train than to have to drive in that traffic, and then also just the amount of pollution and everything else. I don't know. I, I think it comes down to, as humanity, seeing the difference. You know, we could see it and experience it, you know, knowing that we don't have to, what it's like to not have to drive your hour to work or so. Yeah. And, like, how much are we willing to put up with to go back to the way things were? You right. know, are we willing to put up with the the smog and the pollution and so forth? Do we have the technology that can can change these things? You know, that right. can... I think maybe, Tesla does. I think Elon Musk does. And you know, maybe we start demanding more of, I think of this I, other, you know, but I, I've heard <laughs> like my, uh, I'm not sure how to call him. I'm my, my girlfriend's dad. Yeah. He really, he, he's really hoping for the hybrid VW bug or a van to come out. Oh be, yeah. Yeah. It's already out. No, it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you know, I'm saying the same thing when they're coming out with a, um, fully, um, battery-operated Jeep Wrangler. That's mine. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that's just awesome. And yeah, I'm excited to hear. I saw once there was the before the pandemic started that there was a a company that a scientist who had explored how to turn any waste product into graphene, and and he did it fast and cheap. I I think I saw that into too, what? Rob. So. You can turn anything. He burns any of this, any waste product. Yeah. Into and his energy, pretty much energy burner, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. It with zero emissions, basically, and oh, fast okay. and quick. Oh wow. And so now the next step is to take us on a mass scale. And yeah. so with graphene, you can use that to make batteries. Yeah. So it basically cuts all of our waste and emissions stuff, especially because of you know. I think that's really cool, and that's where the technology I'd like to see because a lithium battery, a battery that you see in a car, is the most pollutant thing on the mm. earth. Yeah, you know, if you see how they harvest lithium, I mean, and you see where these batteries are being built in China with no, absolutely no regulation on emissions. It's funny to think that, wow. like, you know, that that's the the more environmental friendly route when with. Reality, it's definitely not. I mean, in reality, I think it'd be inter- better to go on biodiesel or a um, a byproduct, you know, or yeah. you know, say garbage. I mean, you 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 have a compactor in your backyard. You throw your trash in, it and you make your you make your gas out of it, or you know yeah. something. That'd be the way to go. I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, I, also, I wonder too about suppressed technologies. Sure, they got to be right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I on, just but I I like. I th- I know there's there's got to be something. I've there. seen the movie New Fission. It's real. No. The so uh, I don't know. Uh, what is it? The Minority Report or the oh. Minority Report? Where oh I don't know. I haven't seen that. There's a scientist oh. in Russia and he's making free energy and they have well, to rescue him. And I remember like when I was well, probably sup- twenty. The suppression that Tesla had to go through too was just nuts. We would yeah. When yep. I was twenty or twenty one, Rob, I don't know if you remember this, but like on Time Magazine they had somebody claimed they had. Had cracked cold fusion. Do you remember? Yeah. That? Yeah. And like it was a huge deal. And I'm like, I thought about it like years later. I'm like, what the heck ever happened to that? 
and it was, I guess, just they couldn't reproduce it. So, so it wasn't somebody was not. They didn't really crack it. So and I heard their hats but, on. I heard they're close <laughs> to again. I heard they're close to crack infusion. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but how? This is okay. Like I said, tinfoil hats on here, guys. Everybody put the tinfoil hats on. <laughs> but how is it that a car in 1970 Volkswagen could get 50 miles per gallon? Fast forward to 2020, and only cars that get that are hybrids and diesel cars. There's no real cars that are you know. Does it does it be a Beetle really get 50 miles? I get gallon? I get 50 miles in my. I mean the old school. I mean f- close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, you're going 55 miles per hour because that's about all you could do. But what I'm saying is, like, you can't tell me that technology has stagnated. Tinfoil hat. But (laughs) I think, what if the gas companies and all these, I mean, like you said, what if there is cold fusion, you know, fusion, the cleanest energy on Earth? But, like, do you think our power company wants us to, you know, I don't know. Anyways, let's move on. That's how well, we ask the question about what's our new world going to look like. Yeah. You know, well, I and think what's this reset button? I think it comes down to what are we allowed to, to put up with? I mean, what yeah. are we willing to put up with? Yeah. Are we willing to start demanding that, hey, we hear that these things, you know, let's make it happen. You were. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'm demanding free. Sir, no more service charge on my Uber. <laughs> how about free college? No. <laughs> no? No such thing as free. Okay. All right. That's what I think we should do is free college. All animals are created equal, but some animals are created more equal than others. <laughs> Animal Farm. Yeah. I remember reading that book. <laughs> well, I remember being assigned to read that book. I don't know if I actually read it. Free college. Yeah. Comrade Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. Any last thoughts? Um, we should try to do this again, I think. Um, hopefully not wait another three months. <laughs> but um, I also want to try to do something with my family, too, see what they, you know, get my kids involved. So, but I think, uh, I don't know, any last thoughts? Oh, uh, I... I've done some more prayer time for those people who have died alone yeah that's that's probably hit yeah. me the hardest knowing that people right. had to suffer while their loved ones are in the hospital you know yeah. some you know those who have passed away but also just not being able to be there with them and i heard a story where one of the, the gentlemen was they're dying and they they were able to the doctor or the nurse whoever was attending mm-hmm. put the family on zoom so they could say goodbye oh that's good yeah but yeah. there's many that don't get that chance, and yeah, that's that's got to be a really hard part, I think. And I've heard those stories too. But um, yeah, it, uh, it's definitely hard, and we um, I think about those people too that are just and those that are losing that. hope because they don't have the income, or the if unemployment starts running out, right? And yeah, Rob, man, we were on such a high note, and you brought us way down again. I'll have to echo that, though. I I feel the same. Yeah, way. I, no. I count my blessings or whatever you want to count them every day, and I'm thankful in my thought. You know, I yeah. definitely am empathetic and try to take a step back, and the things that I'm complaining about, me dealing with my daughter all day, are awesome things to complain about. So <laughs> my, uh, I'm with you, man. Yeah. yeah. 
definitely. I, no, I agree. Um, we know people that we know somebody who's had it. She was a, she was actually in a cancer patient who came down with it, and so it was really kind of scary for her. But she's done fine. She's recovered. My friend's mom passed away from it. Oh, really? Here in Salem. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, scary. I'm sorry. But uh, definitely scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why well, I did my. I, I thought of it earlier, but I then I lost it. But um, when this thing started, you know, we're talking about how, you know, the no one having asthma and so forth, and so I did, I did my will and advanced directives and uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, Changed my life insurance beneficiaries and. Oh sure. So I wrote letters. I wrote a couple letters to my kids. So, um, that was, uh, it was, they're mainly just like, this is stuff I think you should know. This is stuff I would have told you, you know? So, um, yeah. You know, what's kind of crazy. And here we were supposed to end this podcast, but here we go. Is I, every time I went to Iraq or Afghanistan, I wrote those letters for my family and it's interesting. Five years from now, crack went open. It's yeah. kind of crazy to see where your mind was when you're in that place. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, I've I've written them. I've printed off copies. I have them. My wife knows where they are. So they're also on my computer. So, um, yeah, if anything happens, then, uh, yeah. If anything happens, delete my internet search history. <laughs> 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 I felt so relieved when like I got all that done. Con- uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to save you there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. I, I I will say, though, is that I'm really hoping to see some good come out of this, like greener technologies and maybe, you know, uh, like not shaking hands. That's okay. I'm all right with that, you know. Um, uh, just some things that like better practices. I did see one thing I haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm gonna I'll mention Star Trek since I haven't mentioned this podcast. I did see a meme like early on in the pandemic, like it, may, it must have been in March, where it was uh, a just a still of Patrick of like a Picard, Captain Picard, and Wesley Crusher talking, and Wesley Crusher asks, um, uh, asks how come. The doors don't have door handles anymore, you know, because they whoosh, whoosh open, whoosh close. And, and Captain Picard says, Wesley, let me tell you about the year 2020. And I That's thought that was brilliant. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, on that note, I think we're going to wrap things up. Uh, it's good. Really good to record with you guys again. I really missed it. So, and yeah. it's outside. It's great. Aside from a few mosquito bites, it's been really good. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But. That's going to do it. Um, I hope everybody out there is staying safe and following the guidelines that their local community has set forward. And we hope that everyone stays happy and healthy and uh, just, you know, kind of gets through it. Gets through it okay. We're in it together. Bye, everybody. <laughs>